Good day, people. Welcome to the Doctor Sleek Show, and this is Doctor Sleek, your regular host on our show, your show. And uh, today we have an interesting personality in the house, and um, you know we talk reality here. We talk uh, issues that are relatable, and today we have someone who will share with us her journey, her. Uh, aspirations, our challenges as as an asthmatic patient and um, she's one person that is so unique and she let me just use the word, she is a bold face when it comes to uh, issues like this, health issues like this and I would love her in her own words to talk to us uh, to share with us a whole lot of things. But before we go into all of this, I'd love to in- introduce, or I'd love my guest to introduce herself on today's show. Welcome to the Dr. Sleek Show. Hi, my name is Joel. Um, I am a she or a her. <laughs> um, I'm 19 years old. I am. Um, I'm a 300 level student of international relations. I attend Rudimas University in Osun State here in Nigeria. I I am from Akwaibom. I live in Akwaibom. As he said earlier, I live with a couple of health challenges and they are literally beyond my control. But that doesn't stop us from achieving what we want to achieve. So it's good to be on this show great 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 um yeah it's great to have you on this show wow you know you were 19 you sound more way mature than than 19 wow interesting okay um good good to know you are currently studying international relations because that's what i studied myself okay uh, let's go a bit into your academic background um was this what you wanted to read or study? No. <laughs> Very firm, no, if I'm being honest. Mm. I think I've always had a flair in psychology. So, growing up, I've always wanted to be a psychologist. But yeah. I think it's not a course that African parents really appreciate here. That's true. <laughs> so, my dad, as the first daughter and first child my dad is like wow. okay go study law right mm. but as god will have it i mean i got the admission for law but then i just couldn't go through with it because it's not something i really want to the justice system is messed up as it is and don't get me wrong i know that change is going to happen someday yeah. I just don't want to go through the process of that change because it's going to be really traumatic for me. So I just felt like, okay, I have to go where my strength lies and my strength lies with people. And the course that basically suits where my strength lies is international relations because I know that I would have to deal with a lot of people. Yeah. Right? My mother had to do a lot of talking to him and he finally agreed so on coming to study international relations after seeing my first semester in gpa my father is like okay okay yeah. this is something you can do i'm i'm okay with yeah. this and 
I mean today he's my biggest supporter and I mean it's mm-hmm. love all the way. Wow. Amazing. Okay, um talking about support, uh before we go into all of that, your name Jewel. What's the do you have any idea of why you were named Jewel? Because Jewel is like um something precious. So any idea behind me? Um my full names are actually Jewel Abasi Onomi Marcos um, the Abasionemi is a native name. Joel okay. is obviously English. Most people mistake it for Joel, but no, mine is Joel as in jewelry, the precious stone. So wow. if I want to translate the meanings of my name, it means God's precious gift to me, right? So um, I feel like uh, my parents have been married for a while and uh, it took a while. I'm like that miracle child. Wow. <laughs> so my parents are like, are you are literally our peace wow. you're literally priceless and the first coming after a lot <laughs> i mean a lot of years wow. my mother gave me a passion of me my father mm. gave me jewel mm. so we have jewel a passion of me Marcos. wow fantastic now i'm uh, talking about this precious child called jewel Growing up for you was how you describe your growing up and as regards the challenges, the health challenges you had to face, and then coming to reality with some of them and facing the odds bravely as a young growing woman. Um, my health challenges are things that I've had to battle with. Right? It's not really something you you tell yourself that okay today i'm not going to be sick today i'm going to be sick right it's yeah. whatever your body throws at you that you come with but when it comes to living with the seizures it's something i've lived with practically just a year now wow. but i've always been asthmatic for plus or minus seven years wow. yeah you can tell that i've had a lot a lot of hospital experiences there was wow. even a point where i was diagnosed diabetic wow. and i had to be using an insulin it's really crazy wow. I, I i juggle in and out of the hospital every now and then wow. and sometimes it's it's something that is psychological at a point because mm. you sleep into a lot of things because it's really something beyond your control right that's true exactly i didn't ask to be sick mm. i didn't ask to live with a chronic disease mm. it's something my body threw at me over time and i feel like i'm handling this well i mean i'm telling myself now that i'm handling this well do i have my well. bad days yes i do do i have my mm. ugly days yes i do I mean, in between living with diseases, I have had to, um, I've had to go through bullying in school. I have had to go through a psychological breakdown. I have had to go through a whole lot of unstable relationships, unstable friendships, just to realize that I need to get better, right? And getting better yeah. is like a self thing. My doctors will tell you that, look, it's a personal decision. 
Taking your meds is a personal decision. Staying off soda, staying off sugar is a personal decision, right? So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Oh, so um, basically, what what you're doing presently is now you are creating more self-awareness for yourself, and it's more like yielding towards. Look, I have to survive this. I have to overcome this. I have to defeat this, right? I mean, when you are diagnosed with a disease, whether we like it or not, it's human emotion, right? You would first yeah. be in denial. So you refuse yeah. to accept it. So when you refuse to accept it, your subconscious automatically fights treatment. That's true. That's exactly. True. It takes you a while. When you, when we even break down a couple of times, it takes yeah. you a while to try to adjust to your new reality. I mean, if I want to use one of my um, one of my experiences as a yardstick, yeah. Early last year, I was done with my two hundred level second semester. I went home and I was treating malaria and typhoid during the mm. break, coming back to school. Mm. And for some reason, I started having these seizures. Right. And it was so bad that the hospital I was in for two weeks, placed on oxygen, I had done, I think, a round of dialysis because at that point, the meds had messed with my kidney. Oh. And I had, okay, I started taking some very, really heavy antibiotics. So they were like, if that doesn't work, you have to go for dialysis and everything. But I think it worked or something. Mm. And after that, I was constantly on oxygen. But wow. it wasn't helping. So this was a private clinic, and they were like, "Okay, we have to move you to a a teaching hospital." Mm. I mean, a lot of specialists came to review my case, and they just knew that okay, you have to see a couple of higher specialists. And on going there, I spent almost two months in the hospital. Two months. Exactly, and they are like, "Okay, we've done a series, we've done a series of investigations. I ran almost twenty something tests." From an MRI to a CT scan to an X-ray to an ECG, you name it, mm. and they're like, "Okay, we're well, sorry to break this to you, that you have epilepsy, right?" Uh-huh. And I remember the day the neurologist and her team literally told me. My mom and a couple of my friends were in the hospital room with me, and wow. I know that I kept asking asking them several questions like, "Sorry, what you're telling me is." My life is never going to be normal because they gave me all these rules. You can't mm. operate a machinery without supervision. Mm. You can't, you can't, you can't go on some at some adventures. Let me put it that way. You can't drive. The mm. state can't issue you a license when they know that this is what you live in, and you can't trick mm. the state because if you do, you could get arrested for it. Mm. I'm basically not allowed to do a lot of things that people my age do. Not because mm. of anything, but because this this illness restricts you. It confines mm. you to a spot, right? Mm. And um, I know that I asked questions like, "This meds, how long do I take them for?" And they're like, "See, it's you God intervenes for you to get off your meds. You have to stay a year seizure-free. Wow. You've not had any episode, and then we mm. now have to reduce the dosage. Like, it's something that's going to take a really long time, basically, right?" Wow. And, I know that I stared so much at these people, and there was a lot of disappointment in my face. I re- I remember vividly that after they walked out of the room, 
I kept mm. asking them, like, is somebody ever going to love me? Like, am I ever going to get married? Would oh. I have kids? And if I actually oh. have kids, would my kids oh. be normal? Would I give birth to kids without deformities? Because I know that these drugs, over time, they are steroids. So over time, mm. they actually have a side effect on your body, right? Mm. So I, I had to ask a lot of questions. And I know that one person that came to my heart was my father. And I broke down so much. I was hurting, like I was bleeding. And I know that when they walked out, I cried so much that I, I literally had a seizure there. Wow, wow, wow. Exactly. So I had to go back to being sedated for a while. Hmm. Before, it took me a long time. Like taking my drugs was a struggle. Knowing, hmm. when, to, knowing when to do what I have to do was a struggle. Knowing that when I wake up in the morning, I should literally check my temperature, run and take a shower. I'm not supposed to have a fever. I shouldn't allow myself sweat. I shouldn't stay dehydrated. I should eat every wow. now and then. Wow. I shouldn't be stressed out. I shouldn't get too angry. I shouldn't stay too long on phone conversations. I shouldn't use mm-hmm. earplugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you do that? Wow, I that's more like in a public space and they literally told me that look you cannot pick up your violin for a while because of the frequency of the strings and it hurts me so bad right because Mm. it took me a while to actually come out from my shell to play it in a public space Mm. example in my school choir so it hurt me so bad that i had to go back to not doing those things again music is something that is a part of me and you're telling me that i cannot listen to music in my own time with my plugs anymore it, wow. it was a i mean i rebelled so much i was still using my plugs but when you look at it when you when you go against the rules right and yeah. then you have all these episodes and all that over time you just tell yourself that look these episodes are actually really embarrassing you can't be okay one second and then you're in the midst of it you fall and you start shaking it's really embarrassing mm. so the the least you can actually do for yourself one thing you owe yourself is to get better that's true so, yeah I'm actually in the process of getting better. Wow. Wow. This is just so, so touching and at the same time very encouraging because uh, in the midst of all of this, you've decided to leave, to love and then to learn. Um, I feel like when you are living with a chronic disease, you know, there are people that die from seizures. The mm. asthma alone can kill me. Like, I'm mm. being literal right now. I can have an asthma attack that kills me right and i suffer from a very very bad wow. anxiety that is clinically diagnosed i mean i'm taking meds for it and that's understandable because of the traumas i've gone through but that's true um the thing is when you're living with an illness that you know that literally any episode can take you that's you just true. learn to live life because in the end life is short in the literal sense even if you have yeah. 70 years on earth you still realize that life is short that's true so you literally have to live your best life i mean i'm trying right now i made up my i made up my mind in my last birthday that i'm going to be intentional about my life hmm. i'm going to be happy because i deserve to be happy and i'm going to be strong because i know that even if i'm not strong life will still go on i have a, that's I have true. a doctor friend who told me that's that true. Today, if you die today, you're a really amazing person. And I can tell that your friends and your family love you so much. But if you die today, I promise you that they are all going to cry. But wow. over time, they are going to move on. And that's not because they are heartless people, but because mm. that's what happened. Time and that's because everybody moves on. Everybody, everybody has to move on. on. Mm. So it is left for you to fight. 
it mm. is less for you to live every day like it is your last. Mm. So that live every day leave, intentionally. So that when you live here, mm. what are you leaving behind? What's the blueprint that you're leaving for the rest of the world? So I feel like that's also the basis I started my podcast. If God forbid today I'm no more, I know that there's there's I mean this thing is electronically saved. The next generations are going to listen to listen you. Exactly. Exactly. They're going to li- and that, you have that something alone, for posterity. That alone gives me some level of peace of mind. For me to, mm. to be able to talk to people, for mm. me to be able to come on and say my mind and say how I feel and let you know that look, I'm flawed too, but that doesn't stop me from achieving what I want to be. I mean, you are talking to the future first female Senate president of Nigeria. And I stand <laughs> on that because I know that yeah. irrespective, I'm going to get there someday, right? And I'm putting my dreams high. When I, I know that I have told somebody before and he was actually like, he was like, you really think you're going to get there? And I'm like, watch me get there. Hmm. Hmm. Exactly. You're very right because um, I remember the story of one uh, elderly Nigerian woman uh, who passed away like two years ago at the age of um, 91 and she was sickle cell. Yeah, yeah I, she, I, I watched that documentary on channels. It was yeah, a documentary yeah. that they made on her life. Yeah. It. Yeah. So living is not, uh, living is a state of mind. Living doesn't. The, the, the strength to stay mm-hmm. alive exactly I mean I mean you can actually tell yourself that I'm sick being sick is not a yardstick to measure your achievements there are a lot of sick people who are who are living their best life and who are making marks right that's true, that's true. so being sick and literally making living a mark is is is, is, is I, I mean you should even do it times two than an average person because I feel like I have given a lot of people hope. I mean, I, I I get a lot of reviews from my podcast and I hear people telling me like, okay, I was about to give up and I listened to your podcast and then gave me some hope that if you, like you're sick and then you're doing all these things, so who am I? Like, I'm okay. I have everything complete. So I'm like, being sick is never going to be an excuse for me to not achieve my purpose. It's never going to be an excuse for me to not do what I'm supposed to do is never going to be an excuse for me to not know the impact my name has on lives around me. That's so that's where I'm at. Wow, this is brilliant and this is inspiring. I remember seeing you for the first time, or I remember coming across your post on Twitter, you know, and um, when I checked you out, I was really inspired and I had to reach out to you. And uh, I'm here wondering that uh, a beautiful young woman, full of life, you know, that I've refused to allow her shortcomings to hold her down, and rather want to overcome these things. I mean, what else can one think of when there are a lot of young ladies out there who are who don't even have these challenges, but the only challenge they have is their boyfriend breaking their heart and they're down. They feel like killing themselves. <laughs> How is it? I mean, I'm not. Now that you're shading my gender, let me just let you know. I have my own no, boy no, drama not, sometimes. I'm not, not shading your gender. I have my I own boy drama sometimes. So no, let's let's go you. down there. <laughs> but well, yeah, well, I feel like um, you know, I understand where you're coming from, right? Exactly. Um, my my age demographic has a lot of misplaced priorities. That's true. Um, That's true. But like I said, when you live with a chronic illness, time is something you realize you don't have. 
So your mm. your brain is automatically wired differently. Mm. So you are made to function differently because you understand mm. that your own timetable is different. Mm. But that doesn't mean that there are not young people that are also doing really amazing things. I mean, in the course of my journey, I've met remarkable people. I mean, mm. really remarkable people. I have met amazing people who are literally doing a lot. Wow. 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 I'm really, really impressed. And um, it's it's good to hear this, that you have this positive mindset. And uh, you, have, you have refused to allow your, your predicaments to get hold of you. And this part of you hoping to become the Senate President. That's a very, very uh, big aspiration there. Yeah, it is. But it's not impossible. Anyways. That's true. That's true. That's true. Hopefully, we'll, hopefully we'll, we'll hope to see um, you become the first female Senate President this country will be having. For the Bank, on it. Bank on it. <laughs> hopefully. So you love politics? Or you have a um, flair for politics? Um, yes, I do. I think I get that from my father. Okay. Yeah. He, um, okay. He's, he's a really good person to look up to, right? And um, he's, he has held a couple of political positions himself at the state level. So when I think about it, I'm like, if you could get here, I mean, I have more privileges you have given me more opportunity than get up there. So, but I mean, climbing up the ladder is not going to have to use my father's connect or whatever the Nigerian term is. It's something I'm going to do on my own. It's going to be my life. When my children look at it, they are going to beat their chest and be like, yes, my mother did that. Right? So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Great. Okay, so um, we'll be wrapping up this particular episode and we'll be looking forward to having you to talk more on um, Atsma, how to overcome. You say you can't overcome these things, but how to live with them and how to manage them, right? Not just live with them, how to live your life with them. How to live the best life okay. possible live with your them. Life with them. Good. So that they don't yeah. restrict your condition don't restrict you from exploring and yeah. doing things you ought to do. Okay, so how do the listeners follow you on social media? Do you have handles where they can follow you, where they can reach out to you? How do my followers reach out to me? Um, On my Instagram page, my email is there. I reply to my emails daily. Right? You can reach me out. You can reach out to me on Twitter. You can reach out to me on my Instagram. You can even send me a, an Instagram DM. You can send me a mail. I am open to conversations. I am open to reviews. I am open to a lot. I'm just open okay, to what's your what's, what's the name of your handle so that the listeners out there can? My Instagram follow. handle is Senator G. My Twitter handle is Senator Drew too. So yeah. Okay, great. So any parting shot for this episode to the listener listening to you right now? Um uh, I just want to say I just want to say thank you for having me on your show. I am 
it's surreal to me that a a fellow podcaster, somebody who is also making waves, wants his own listeners to hear me talk. It's it's even more amazing to me that people look forward to hearing me talk. I mean, who am I that everybody's mindful of? You are a great um, person. Indeed. So um, I just want to tell everybody, I don't know where this podcast is going to get to. I don't know who is listening to this, but I just want to let you know that irrespective of what you are living with, it's, it's, it should never be a limitation to who you are meant to be. You can't let your illness define you. You can only make it, you can you can just make it enlighten the people around you. I feel like one thing that my friends have learned from me, consciously or unconsciously, is that you need to live, you need to live. And I constantly tell them how much I, one thing I have learned to do is intentionally tell the people around me that I love them. I use that word so much because I understand the impact it has on the people around me, right? So I realized that you need to let them know how you feel about them. So over time now, yeah. most of my friends will say, Joe, you're too moist. You can't, 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 can't you ever be dry? Can't, isn't there a time you can never not be emotional? But I feel like, yeah, <laughs> you guys need to know this because you just need to know this. This, this is how it is. So I just want every young person to know that you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it, right? That's true. And if you're living with an yeah. illness, that gives you double leverage to actually do it. You can actually show up and do it. You can actually own it. You can do it. Yeah. Great. And talking about doing it, we hope to do this again very soon. And uh, thank you so much for coming to the show. We are grateful, extremely grateful. Thank you so much for having okay? me. You're welcome. All right, people, that's the show for today. We do hope that you have a great time wherever you are. Love, live, and learn like Joel told us earlier. So, till we come again, this is Dr. Slick and wishing you all a great day ahead. Bye. Bye, guys.